Hello and welcome back to the podcast podcast with myself, Dave Carabini, with Jack McCardle, Bill Gain and James Coleman. Uh, we're here now today after the first opening weekend of the 2024 League of Ireland fixtures. We've had our, our results, we've checked our, our uh, predictions from last week. There's a clear winner, it's me. Uh, the lads have all bottled it for the week, but look, we'll, uh, we'll run through the, the results. Lads. First of all, how are we getting on, boys? Living the dream. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm not doing too bad now. As we were saying just before we clicked record there, lads, probably the first or first and last time we've all been at a game on the same weekend because Bill actually attended again for once. How did we get on? James, I know you were down at Bowes. How did you feel about the game overall? Uh I think uh, I think a draw was a, a fair result in fairness. Um we kinda first 15, 20 minutes, we didn't really do anything. Um Bowes scored and you know, I was like, oh, here we go, Jesus, another season of this. Um, but I thought we bounced back well, kind of dominated for probably a good chunk of the game, probably most of the game, even into the second half. But about 15, 20 minutes left, we sat back and uh, I thought an equaliser was kind of inevitable. But you'll take a draw away to, to Buzz all day long. And yeah. on the floor, like. Oh, how's Cork City standards? <laughs> Good man, yeah. Shut. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Hang on, Bill. We'll get we'll get back to we'll get to the first division now in a second. Hang on, we're, we're, the big boys are talking here about the Premier League. Uh, Jack, how did you get on down at Tala? Oh, stop, man! Delighted, delighted with the result. Um, fact, we could have won it as well. Is is a bit sickening that we didn't, but um, just even go one up. I think we'll take that every day we can run. Do to be fair, we were wrote off before the game. Saw people breaking the ninth and eight. I think of what I saw on Friday night. If we continue like that. It can only get better. It's probably the best we've looked up and had an under O'Donnell as well, uh, tactically. So, look, we're taking a run. Fair, fair. I was up in Derry myself. It was a, a long hour drive from, from North Dublin to, to Derry. But, uh, you know, there was about 75 just over dropped fans that made the trip up for that ridiculous reason of they closed the away end, which they haven't even started building. They've just taken all the seats out with the away end. That's all. Yeah, look, I thought our performance was very good. I thought we did all right, but probably Derry just shaded it a little bit, I think. I was very surprised to see Steve Bisham Bawa in the starting eleven, but my God, he's he's quick. He's he works hard and if I could change my, my ones to watch for this season, I'd probably have him in there as well. But look, we can only get better as Jack says, you know, we're in the similar situation. People kinda, you know, thought of us being lower mid table kind of area, but um, yeah, I think we'll 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 have a good game, a good game this weekend against Waterford to kind of bounce back to at home. But we'll we'll get on to that. Bill, man, you know if he Luton, how do you feel about that? One? All I'm hearing here is people who have standards that are on the floor. Um, first of all, you have James Coleman saying coming up and going to an out of sort both side who could not recruit for the life of them during off season, saying you'll always take a point in bringing at both like. If you're not going to point against Bowles... It's called Daily Mount, man. They're Daily, Daily Mount. Are, I'd say you probably wouldn't know that, would you? If you're not going to point in Daily Mount, like, under the state they are now, then you're never going to get a fucking point in Daily Mount. Like, you'd be happy that. I, I fancy you for the game. Actually, I fancy not to lose, but you didn't, so to be fair. Again, Jack, Dundalk, dominated Irish football for about four or five years, and standards, again, on the other floor. He he opened up with, I'm happy that I with the point in, in Tala. Like... All in here is you can stand on the floor. Dave, we draw that are on the tendency, and I rate that draw the business. But you can see in the draw the fan base, they're being very coy about it. They're talking themselves down. They're saying, 
or you know, just stay up now, stay up now, because the standards yeah. on the floor. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, right, Bill, just on that, right, just so you can shut up there, right? If we want to talk about standards here, Brotley United are the only semi-professional team in the top flight, and we have been for the last three years. So you can shut your mouth there, right? You still got relegated against us last year. So what can you say about that? Where's right. Cork City standards? Yeah. Oh wait, they're in their first division. Excuse me now. I'm 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 nodding if I'm not consistent. And again, Cork City, uh, shockingly, you know, there on Friday night, two nine victory over Kerry, fifty five percent victory. Yeah, an amateur club, an amateur club, an amateur club uh-huh. who uh-huh. we who we kindly sponsored Kenny Michi last season. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't need to say that. Oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. Forgot to tell you. Okay, now can I get to the point now, right here? Overall, Cork were in, as a third or fourth year, they weren't great at all. Eight shots and an XG of 1.25 against Kerry is not good enough. The best thing about Cork City side on that Friday night was that they had nine academy graduates in their squad, five starting. Young Carlos Sullivan was absolutely brilliant in the field. Again, as I said, best. Uh, midfield performance I've seen all weekend hey, and, off, and, and, and then his young Jaden Newman coming off the bench who's still only 15 years of age so the best part about the Cork City performance was the presence of the academy f- footballers more than anything um, the actual performance was routine like it wasn't great but yeah again Cork City standards are on the floor too that's one th- thing too uh, so, yeah, before you move on Bill, from your point right you're giving it to me about, about, about taking the point up on Tala when the dog haven't got a result there in three years, and we've been on a downward spiral since 2019. That's the standard, man. But what, what, what? Do you expect Do you expect us to go up there and expect to win against the four-time champions with a whole new squad? The exact same Three and us. a half. We just, three and a half just, champions. We yeah. just avoided, just avoided relegation the... last season, and you're giving out now. You, you, can, you, you can use the, the new squad argument because everyone bought like Sham Grover's has an entirely new squad. Like. It's a lie. No, we don't. Uh, Derry, you've only signed two players, but the edit is going to be heavy this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll run through the results here, right? So, as we've already kind of pointed out with a couple of results, Bows two, Sligo two, Derry two, dropped at one, Galway nil, the only team not to score in the top flight, Pats one, uh, Waterford one, Shells one, Shamrock Rovers one, Dundalk one, and then the first division, it was Athlone two, Wexford nil. I was surprised at that one. Bray 1, UCD 2, Cork 2, Kerry 0, Treaty 3, Cove 1, and a cracker in Longford on Saturday night was Longford 2, Harps 3. Finn Harps came from 2-0 down to get to get the win there. I, just, I watched the highlights of that there this morning, and uh, the, the winner, was the, the officiating was a bit suspect in terms of the, the linesman, the second assistant referee, was uh, a little bit out of position, shall we say, and... The goal was blatantly offside, but um, don't get don't me talking about officiating because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care because I, I don't like Longford and I'm delighted for Harps, so it doesn't bother me. I'm more than happy to see that kind of thing go against them. So look, yeah. we'll take that. But we, we, I, I, I won't talk about officiating in a negative light. I refuse. I will. Uh, I know you're not allowed to, but I will. Rob Harvey <laughs> was an abs- Rob Harvey was an absolute disgrace in Daily Mount, an absolute disgrace. It's one of the worst refereeing perform. I've seen some very bad refereeing performances, but that was brutal. And I don't care whatever referees listen to this. Send me a DM. I don't care. Come at me. Fuck off. Um. No, I won't mention um the fact that Aaron McNally got kicked in the face on on Friday night and didn't and there was no card brandished. We we were given a penalty that the ref wasn't going to give, and then 
gave the penalty about 10 seconds late because the, the linesman was like, it's a, it's a penalty. Like, it's a fucking penalty. He kicked him in the face. And no card was brandished. But look, I won't mention that. I won't mention the, the handball in the lead up to Pat Hoban's goal. But we'll, uh, we'll kindly move on. I think Derry did deserve to win 2-1. But I'm not salty about it at all. The three-hour drive home was, was enough time for me to reflect on the game. And I don't need to talk about it anymore. Jokes aside, even if you're standing across, across the board, your standards are on the floor, retrospectively, like you, sh- you all should probably be happy with your results and love the weekend. Oh, you're very good, Bill. Thanks very much. Yeah. So um, the, last, the last 15 minutes is just non existent. We might as well cut that all The standards are still on the floor, like, we'll move on. Uh, we'll look at the fixtures for this weekend, we'll do our predictions. Uh, but first of all, just to mention to, to Rob Cornwall at Bowes, who it's been announced yesterday that he's torn his ACL. Whenever this is going up, it was on Monday. Rob, thoughts are with you. It's, and also Neil Ferrugia, who dislocated his shoulder for, for Rovers. Hopefully they can get back in a swift swift manner and won't won't hamper their careers too much because nobody wants to see that kind of stuff. I move on. We'll look at the first division fixtures first. We're not going to do our predictions for that because nobody really cares about Bill um, and his, his league. But, uh, Cove at Lone. Harps Cork, Kerry Bray, UCD Treaty, and Wexford Longford. I actually think the first division could be really tight this year. Uh, there was a win in all five games last week, which is I, I was surprised it wasn't a single draw. But yeah, it's interesting to see. But we'll move on. That's that's just the fixtures. I'm sure everybody already knows. We all have live score and FEI Connect to check these things out. Lads, we'll go through the the predictions for the 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 top flight, the the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. The first game of the weekend, alphabetically and by kickoff time, Crowley United against Waterford. I'm going for a two-one here. James, what are you thinking? I'm going the exact same two-one draw. It simple as Jack. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've two-one draw. Yeah, Bill. My favorite team, Waterford. Um, I think two-nil draw. Two-nil. Move on to the second game, alphabetically, which is Dundalk against Galway. I have gone three-nil to Dundalk. I think Galway flattered to deceive last week. Um, very poor performance against Pats. Pats were very comfortable. I know people will say it was only one nil against ten men, but from the highlights I watched, didn't really look overly. Didn't look to, to really threaten the goal. I think Pitaluga, who's who looks fairly suspect under any any sort of pressure, wasn't really tested. And yeah, look, Galway are. Um, I think that I think Jack could have been right all along. I think they could be. Could be on their way back down, but based on the first game, but we'll see how it goes. It's one game in, as as we say, they might bounce back, but I, I think they'll lose three 0 to Dundalk. James, uh, I'm gone two one Dundalk, and just a further to what Dave said there, um, I seen a stat that the amount of passes in the Galway game last week was less than there has ever been for like five years in the league, something like that, crazy. Um, the conditions were very poor, but Galway are very poor as well, so. Dundalk 2, Galway 1. Everyone's tipping Dundalk to win now, and I kind of don't want them to tip Dundalk to win just to be, um, get that competitive edge in the prediction table. Like, but um, yeah, I can see Galway winning this one. I think Dundalk can be happy with the performance against Hammer Grovers. Um, again, good point of Jackson. And I think it won't be a runaway victory because I don't think Dundalk are good enough to have a runaway victory. I think it'll be 2 1 Dundalk. I Dundalk 2 1 1 I feel like all will just struggle to break us down, especially. In Oriel Park, which hopefully will be a fortress again this year, like it has been under O'Donnell for the past two years when he's been in Oriel, only losing four home games over two seasons is impressive enough. I feel like 
feel like one of them though. I feel like we'll just we'll do enough just to beat them. I feel like we won't be as clinical, but we'll take I don't feel like God will score. I actually have that exact stat here. It was three hundred and thirty two passes in the game. And no game last year had less than three hundred and fifty. And the goal was for team or just in general. That was the the game in general. Oh right, right. Between the two teams. Yeah, three hundred and thirty two completed passes. Same rovers of that alone against the dog. Outrageous. Wasn't there a stat before where Xavi and Iniesta had that and double that in one game or something like that before? They... I'd well believe it, yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Shelburne against Shamrock Rovers in Talca Park. Surprised it hasn't sold out yet. I'm going for a 1-0 Rovers. Um, I just think the games between Rovers and Shells down the years, or especially last year, they, they were so tight. Rovers are 1-1 and the other three were draws. And I just think this could be a one niller. It could be just a get the goal, shut up shop, say nothing, and get your get your win and move on for for the champions. Yeah, James, what do you think? Uh, I've gone a few more goals than that. Uh, I've gone Shamrock Rovers to win two one. Kind of self explanatory, really. Yeah, I I am actually quite shocked that that game hasn't sold out yet. I'm sure it probably will in due course, but the, those kind of games normally sell out like a week before. So we have to wait and see. But I'm going Shams two one. Yeah, I've Shams to win one though. Uh, Bello, I love that. Um, I just feel like. Felix Shells, I feel like they can't really complain about opening day, like a point away to Waterford. I know it's not a glamorous result, but I feel like you take it after being one of them for a large majority of the game. And especially with going down to ten men the last few minutes through Sean Boyd. I feel like feel like you'll take it and run for opening day. I just feel like feel like if Shelburne do get an early lead against Rovers, they'll shut up shop. And I feel like Rovers, apart from the free kick against us on Friday, they didn't really create nothing clear cut. They couldn't really get the killer ball through. I feel like they just lack creativity. And with Shelburne's good home record, I feel like they'll just edge it one though. Yeah, look, um, Shelburne, as people know, I love Damien Duff. I actually have no affinity towards Shelburne themselves. Yeah, I'd be concerned about their draw Waterford last weekend. I've seen, I've seen some fans say that Duff can take the blame for the performance as well. Um, so I'm wondering if they're, they might start slowly this season, Shelburne, and Shamrock Rovers start slowly too, but I think this has like a 1-0 snatch. Gra- no, I'll go 2 nil Shamrock Rovers in this one. Standards on the floor there, Bill. What do you think at Shelburne with, with Damien Duff? Standards on the floor. The I said, yeah, draw a wall for standards on the floor. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Another Dublin derby. It's the all four Dublin teams are actually playing each other this weekend, which I've just noticed. Pat's Bowes in Richmond Park. I'm going for two one Pat's win. Um, I think yeah, based on last week, Pat's. I mean, I tipped them to win the league. I think they'd be too good for Bowes, but I think Bowes in a Dublin derby. Probably another sellout. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the stats on ticket sales for this one yet, but probably another sellout for a Dublin derby. And I think, yeah, I think if it was a betting man, which I've, I've announced, I've, I'm off it. I'm not doing. I'm not gambling anymore because it's just it's a it's a mugs game. Uh, I'd be backing a a two one Pats and a Connor Keeley header two one two one home win. James, what do you think? Uh, I haven't seen Bowes on Friday night, and they're now without Rob Cornwall as well. They were very poor, very, very poor. Um, I'm going to say 3-1 Pats. I haven't actually seen a lot of Pats at all, but just based on how bad Bohemians were on Friday. And I think that their um, Estonian striker, Ryan Court, he, he, looks, he looks good in fairness, and he's outscored both of our Estonian signings already in one game in. Yeah, I'm going 3-1 Pats. Yeah, I've, um, I've 2-0 Pats. Um, I feel we kick on after a while and win in Amy Decent Park. I feel like they'll just. I feel like they'll dominate. I just feel like they'll 
they won't be able to. I feel like they won't pump them with such serious defensive few chances. I feel like Bowes will be very weak now without Rob Cornwall in defence. It was one of the, probably the biggest signing of the window gone with ACL injury. Like I just can't see Bowes getting anything out of the game to be honest. Yeah, but look, Pats and Bowes. I think both at the, in our prediction episode, Dave and I tipped Pats to win the title this year ahead of Shamrock Rovers, and I think Jack and James and Rovers. I think if they're to win the the Premier League this season, they have to step down a marker, and start fast, and stay out fast. Not like both last season where they started fast and fell off the towards the end of the season. Pats, um, again, they got their win over Galway last weekend. Not a high quality match, as people are saying. This is the type of match you need to be winning if they're going to win the Premier League. Premier Division, and I think both are treadbare. The treadbare, their squad is, is treadbare, and it could get more treadbare with more with injuries coming. And um, yeah, I'm thinking one no, I'll go two one pass win. Yeah, funny enough, actually, I was talking to one of the lads in work yesterday, and he was telling me that um, Paddy Kirk ended up at centre half on on Friday night against Ligo. Uh, yeah, it was they Kirk both... first, and then they had to change it because he was getting roasted. So Kirk got uh, roasted on the left another option well he was terrible for Hartman's goal but sure look yeah the final game of the weekend Saturday night up in the showgrounds yeah I mean it's it's uh, no I suppose would you count it as a northeast derby James is that what it is or is that North. just a lot of shy uh, they call it the northwest derby but northwest like, sorry Derry, northwest derby yeah. Derry are what two hours drive from us so I mean but so are Galway Not Galway really. are two hours as well so it's yeah, some some weird northwest derby. Anyway, it's look, it's it's there'll be a bit of needle about it over the showgrounds. I, I saw Derry at the weekend. I actually have written down a, a result, but I'm going to change it. I saw Derry at the weekend, and I didn't re. I wasn't overly impressed with them at the back. I think they they let a lot of, a lot in. I think yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two one. I had two 0 written down, but I, I can't see Derry keeping a clean sheet with the way they played against us on Friday night. So I'm going to go two one to Derry. Much to my dismay, so I go actually sort of impressed me based on the. The highlights that I watched, so I'll, I'll I'll give you a bit of credit there, James. Yeah, uh, this game it's always a good old game. In fairness, in the showgrounds, I think based on our performance on Friday, uh, if Simon Power can play half as decent as he did against Bohemians, we'll be okay. I think I think I'm gonna go with a two all draw. Should be a good game though. Two all. Yeah, I agree with James. I've done a one all draw. Um, I feel like um, Sligo obviously drawn against Bulls. Uh, courtesy of one of me one to watch is James Clark in the ninety four minute. Um I feel like Derry haven't won the last four visits to Sligo. So I feel that'll play a part. It's a bit of a bogey team for them. And especially them not being that convincing on Friday against Draw that I feel like Sligo will come out the doors, early doors, go one up and then just concede late. It'll be the same story as last week, I think. Another half break and equalise against them. Well we're over again. I I think I spoke I think I spoke more positively about their business. Then the rest of me um the predictions episode, but I think what I tipped them for a good result against Bowles and they got a decent result we'll say. I still think even at home against Derry, they sh- Derry should be looking it should be a different class to them. Uh, we go on I go on with standards, like you you can't compare Slug or Overs to the same standards as Derry City because they're both aiming for different t- different things this season. So with that being said, what I was critical with about Derry, I think they should win this one and I think it'll be comfortable. I'm going to go with a 3-1 Derry City win and a brace for my favourite striker, Patrick Oban. You're delusional. I, I actually, I, I would like to go to win that match. I just don't think they will. Interesting enough there, lads. Uh, James, you've gone for both teams scoring every single game. Didn't even yeah. notice that. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah, Galway, for the weekend sorted. Galway will finally score. Let's see if Paddy Power. 
Both going to be through the under. Sure, most do they even take both teams to score at this stage? Like they don't bet on cards anymore. No, but they do yeah, take both teams to score. Had the fucking high, high party horse nearly bankrupt. I go and pr- I'll price that and I'll be back to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that's our predictions for the weekend. Coming, thanks for listening, lads. It's written my missing there. Give us a follow on all the socials and follow the Pellcast on Spotify or wherever you listen and share it around. Take the piss out of us if you want. We're yeah. trying to up our standards as well. Fine heard. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys.